So it looks like we are live. Well, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Ash and Jesse. Today it's just going to be me. Um, haven't done this in a while, and so it might be a little bit rusty, but we're going to give it a shot anyways. And I thought I'd do one today because things are escalating. Um, I think the next step in the play is about to is sort of being rolled out right now. Um, I found an article recently about central bank di digital currencies, and they're sort of running a test pilot. Um, they're launching, yeah. So, article on Investopedia: New York Fed launches digital dollar pilot program with big banks. Um, so I'm going to read the article. Nine U.S. financial institutions, including Citibank, Wells Fargo, and MasterCard, launched a pilot program working with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York to test the feasibility of a digital dollar based on distributed ledger technology. Um, so some key takeaways, several U.S. financial institutions are collaborating to test the feasibility of a digital dollar based on distributed ledger technology. Uh, participations include some of the biggest banks. And the pilot will run for 12 weeks in a test environment and involve central banks, commercial banks, and regulated non-banks. Um, the project is the most significant step to date in creating a digital dollar to quote unquote improve financial settlements. That's what it says on me. Um, the Biden administration has recommended the creation of a digital dollar uh, and has recently begun putting resources into the effort. Other countries are also exploring plans to create their own central bank digital currencies. So um, I know it's been a while since, since we've done one of these uh, episodes, but um, this is, you know, all of what we were expecting to happen. Um, this is not, uh, let's say, news or shocking to, to me. Uh, you know, I don't want to speak for Jesse, you know, we're, um, yeah, we haven't, we haven't really talked about this. Uh, so yeah, this is just me right now. So <clears throat> we expected this, you know, we expected, uh, the next step, um, after the travel restrictions, vaccine mandates, et cetera, to be um, the next step would be an economic situation where they would uh, create an environment where people are going to ask for, you know, some sort of bailout, some sort of help. And so the, the key takeaway here is that this is going to be, um, yes, they are testing the sort of technology behind this, but what's going to happen is um, they're going to make people want this similar to the injection, you know, people, you know, people who would never touch a genetically modified tomato were all of a sudden for, you know, clamoring to get a, an injection that was sold to them based on genetically modifying their DNA. And so, um, what they what they always do is they get people to want the solution that they have already planned to roll out. And so um, so what's going on in the world right now? Well, we have 
the Russia-Ukraine war, uh, which is more than just Russia-Ukraine. It's more about, you know, NATO in the West versus Russia and sort of the East. And what's happening is, is sort of Europe is caught in the middle and they've been able to uh, sort of compete on an industrial basis because they have cheap energy and resources coming from Russia. But now that they've placed sanctions on Russia um, and they're not importing their energy, energy costs have gone through the roof. And um, there's a lot of talk on how people in Europe are going to have like a cold winter. You know, they're not going to have enough energy or the energy will be too costly for them to heat their homes. And so what I think is going to happen is Europe is going to be sort of the test ground for this, even though, um, yeah, they're, they are rolling it out um, in the U.S., but I think it's going to come to the more economically distressed areas first. And I think they'll sort of do it in a targeted way. So, um, you know, energy prices going up, they could do something like um, roll out a digital currency that would say, you know, we're going to give everyone, you know, $500, $1,000 to pay for energy. And everyone's going to say, oh, that's such a good idea because we we injected a lot of money into the system with, you know, sort of, you know, a blanket one size fits all stimulus where everyone, regardless of, you know, your income or financial situation was, you know, just had money deposited into their bank accounts. And so what I think they'll do with the CBDC is they'll have a, a very targeted program where they'll say, you know, everyone gets a thousand dollars for energy, you know, to help support energy, you know, the, the Inflation Reduction Act, you know, give money people to fight inflation or give money to people to fight inflation, which is a contradiction in terms, you know, creating more money uh, does not help with inflation, it only exacerbates it. Um, so, they'll use what I think is they'll use that as an excuse to say, well, we can't just give money to everyone and they can just spend it, you know, wherever, because that'll create more inflation. So what we need to do is we need to have a targeted program where people will receive money and it'll only be able to go for energy or food or some other necessity um, that people are going to say, oh, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. Um, and then so that's how it'll roll out. You know, people will people will think it's a good idea and not know the sort of broader repercussions of something like this. And so. Um, so, yeah, uh, the other thing that's going on in the uh sort of macro economy is the strengthening of the US dollar. And um, this is having an effect around the world where it's called a liquidity crisis. So as the dollar gets stronger, um, other countries, other corporations and countries have taken out loans in dollars. And the reason why they take out loans in dollars is because they get a lower interest rate. But what happens as the dollar strengthens is that it becomes harder and harder for people to get their hands on dollars and therefore harder and harder to pay back the loans. And so this 
you know, sort of depresses economic activity because more of their more of the money goes towards paying back the loans and it, you know, it stops production and it just basically stops production and economic activity from happening because, you know, more of your capital is being tied up in just paying back loans. And so the dollar is going to continue to strengthen. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I covered this on a episode months ago. I said that the dollar was going to get stronger uh, before it crashes. And so as the dollar strengthens, it's going to get more and more difficult for countries and corporations from around the world to operate, you know, whether it's to, uh, you know, fund their social programs or operate as a corporation because more and more of their money is being is is going towards paying back debts so that's gonna also be a catalyst for why other countries are going to quote unquote need to institute a central bank digital currency they're you know it, it's going to be just more and more difficult for people to survive to you know pay for their needs food water energy those types of things and it's going to uh create the um create the the demand from the people to do something like this so um so look out for that um let's see and the the war between russia and ukraine in my opinion um is you know at least from the us's standpoint they're trying to uh essentially destroy europe to bring back the European manufacturing to the US. So what do I mean by that? Um, the US knows that um, the manufacturing base is gone. They don't seem to be able to bring back the jobs, jobs from Asia, you know, the production, the manufacturing from Asia. And so they're going to try to destroy Europe to do that. And so that, you know, the whole, what was it the the pipeline that was destroyed you know where biden and victoria newland and, and those people were basically threatening to destroy that that pipeline and then it was destroyed and then you know they claimed that russia did it and so you know it's it's a way to cut europe off from their energy supply and make them uh more and more dependent on the us and so you know are the people in Europe going to realize that? I don't know. I think that the leaders over there are sort of beholden to the U.S. and its whims. And so I think the U.S. is sort of sacrificing Europe, um, taking, trying to take their manufacturing uh, back in the U.S. So, for example, Volkswagen, you know, it's a German auto manufacturer. Uh, I think they're going to, um, you know, so some of the laws that were passed, you know, in the U.S., says that um uh you know electric cars they have to be produced in the us and, and other things like that so uh european companies are going to start bringing manufacturing to the us so that they can uh tap into the uh to this market and so it's going to make european manufacturing uncompetitive because of the energy prices and they also have high labor costs so they're not going to be able to compete with asia anymore and they're and they're not going to be able to compete with U.S. manufacturing anymore. So we're going to see a sort of de-industrialization de of Europe. Uh, and I would not be surprised if they're the first to sort of adopt the central bank digital currency. 
And as as I've talked about in previous episodes, but um, you know, months ago at this point, um, the central bank digital currency it it'll start as as I as I said a way to target certain areas where you know you can't pay your energy, you can't buy food, so it's going to be specifically for that, so they don't create price inflation in other parts of the economy. Um, So yeah, I, I think that's I think that's what's happening, um, and the solution remains the same. You know, we've talked about solutions in uh, in in this show and podcast before, and it remains the same. Uh, remove your dependence from the system as much as possible. That means you know, food, water, energy, shelter. Uh, get that away from the the Babylonian beast system as much as possible. Um, start growing your own food, start getting to know your neighbors and form local communities uh, with like-minded people, both local in life, in your real life and online, uh, you know, make some friends online. Um, and it's going to be an opt-in system that depends on your dependence. You know, if you're dependent on the system for your basic needs, then you're going to have a hard time saying no. Similar to similar to the injection, you know, the people who had jobs that forced them to, the people who were, you know, in, in cities and in, in parts of their life where they were dependent, they had very little choice in the matter. And so, again, it remains the same. Um, this is not over. We need to sort of double down our efforts to you know reclaim our independence and sovereignty and food water energy shelter protection you know guns ammo that type type of stuff um is hugely important right now um the last thing i want to say is that in addition to working on those things um and this goes you know and I don't think it's unique to me, but this is my feelings on the matter. I have my oldest daughter uh, will be eight uh, in a little over a month. I have a five-year-old and a my youngest will be three in February. And <clears throat> with all this stuff going on, one of the things that I'm very grateful for is that the fight is on my doorstep not on my children. And so I'm very grateful that I get to fight this. Um, and, and I think, you know, I think it'll, we'll go through some tough times, but I, but I'm glad that I get to fight this as opposed to hope, you know, waiting for it to happen. And then my children have to fight it. I think that's, you know, we sort of talk about the baby boomers and how they're, you know, simultaneously, um, you know they're upset with the student loan bailouts and, and and those types of things, but they're gonna they're gonna want to bail out for their social security when that runs out too, and so it's you know the boomers, the the knock on them or one of the many knocks on them is that they're trying to sort of get out before everything crumbles, and I think that's a and it, obviously it's not everyone. There's some great baby boomers and you know all that stuff, but just the general attitude of wanting the fight on my doorstep as opposed to 
you know, kicking the can down the road and having my children have to deal with it. I would much rather me have to deal with it and have hopefully them be sort of innocent bystanders while I, you know, while I take, take things on. Um, that's what I want. So, so yeah, that those are my thoughts on what's going on now. I think that I, I I'm pretty sure that they'll get what they're looking for. You know, some there's going to be a lot of people, just like with the injection, there's going to be a lot of people who, you know, who are eager to participate in this for whatever reason. And I'm not saying that, um, you know, I'm not saying that we necessarily need to be pure in like, oh, we, we're never going to accept or take a digital currency. I mean, if it, if there, if there's something that, you know, if they, put money into your account and they say you can spend it on food. I'm, you know, I, I reserve the right to change my opinion, but at this point, you know, go spend it on food. Um, it's when the, it's when your account is sort of tied to a, your person, you know, meaning they inject something into you, um, that can, you know, sort of store your, uh, financial records and health records and that kind of stuff i.e a chip uh which i know they're I, I believe they're heading towards um so obviously don't do that but if the money shows up in your account you know use it and i'm not even saying that you know as a business we might not even accept whatever it is as payment um i, I don't know yet i you know we'll have to wait and see as to what happens but the point is to not be dependent on this and to um, have as much set up in your life outside of the system as possible. And yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think they will achieve their goals, meaning many people will sign up for this, but um, I don't think it'll last. I mean, similar to the, you know, similar to the injection mandates and the, um, travel restrictions it came you know it was here for a couple years we made it through and now there's essentially nothing you know you know there, there were uh, new york uh city workers who have all been uh given their jobs back and received back pay or maybe that's happening it hasn't happened yet but um, essentially that part is is mostly over i mean they're trying to do things here and there but i think it's mostly over and i think they're going to get this uh central bank digital currency i think they're going to get a lot of people to sign up for it and you know we just have to again form our communities extricate ourselves from the system as much as possible make sure we're not dependent and i think you know we'll have probably months or years of tough times and then it'll be over so um and then you know after that think about the opportunity that will be available to us i mean for me i think this is an incredible opportunity to sort of leave my stamp on the world um, as someone who is hopefully doing a good job fighting this and, and maybe even waking people up uh, but ultimately you know I, I want this fight on my doorstep as opposed to my children 
I think they will get what they're looking for, but obviously not everyone is going to participate. It'll last for months, years, I don't know. And then it'll essentially fall away because they they can't control us. We're not slaves. We were never born, meant to be slaves and we are going to win. It's just going to be, um, it's just going to take time and it'll take work. You know, it, it's not something that we can't, um, that we can't, you know, it's not something that we can just, you know, go about our lives and, and hope everything's good. You know, we have to do a lot of work to make it through this, but I do believe that we will. And so I just wanted to put that out there, um, you know, sort of have my thoughts on record. I don't know how many of these I'll be doing, but I wanted to share my thoughts because this is the next step. You know, we've been, we had been talking about this for a while uh, before we took break, a long break on the show. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening. Um, no need to fear or panic, obviously, you know, there's never a need to fear, but um, there is a lot of work to still be done. And, and yeah, so there you go. If anyone has any questions, please enter them in the chat. I'll stick around for another minute or so. If anyone has any questions, hi, Meredith, hi, Colette, hi, Terry, hi, Darren. And um, yeah, I think that's what I wanted to share. And I think I will call it a day for now. All right, everyone, thanks for joining me, and I will hopefully do more of these. So, yeah.